Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All his Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Talkstar Radio Network, Across Europe on Euro Radio TV, and of course on the Mutual Broadcast Network. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to find out what's happening on the Exxon Broadcast Network to see what shows we have available, their schedule, and who's who, www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Tracy Dunblazier. How do you pronounce your family name, Tracy? Dunblazer. Dunblazer. All right, there you go. Uh, She is a spiritual empath shaman and author who is based in Los Angeles, California. As a multi-sensitive, Tracy's blend of intuitive information combined with different modalities has been the opportunity for thousands of people to achieve deep healing and create the success and peace they seek in their lives. Tracy's compassionate, humorous, down-to-earth style empowers clients and readers to address tender topics with courage, clarity, and joy. She's the author of the critically acclaimed Demon Slayer Handbook series, the latest volume, Heal Your Soul History, Activate the True Power of Your Shadow, which was released in April with a very powerful response from readers. In addition, Tracy is consistently called upon for her expert commentary on spirituality and relationships for the media. Her website is www.tracydunblazer.com. And Tracy, welcome to the X-Zone. Really good to be here, Rob. Tell me, Tracy, how did you start your your quest, your voyage, your journey (laughs) into all the wonderful (laughs) things that you do and helping so many people? Well, uh, I, so I was, I was born demonically challenged, um, as a, as a very, very young, you know, age zero to two, I, uh, have memories of experiences at that time, spiritual experiences that I was unable to, well, obviously at that time I couldn't communicate, uh, them, but mm-hmm. I lived, I lived with that as my secret almost until I was 30. And, uh, at which time somebody found out I, I did readings. I'm, I'm all the Claire's I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. 
uh, and empathic. And uh, I would do readings for folks and somebody that I worked for uh, in marketing doing special events found out what I did um, as, as, as a side thing. And he started inviting me to do that for larger events. And I found that just, just in the public uh, work, working with public at large, people would have these, you know, profound healings in just a five minute reading. And that was the beginning of my career in this field. When you say demonically challenged as a zero to two year old, what do you mean? Were you possessed? Um, no, I was never possessed, but definitely I had, there was demonic influence. I had spiritual attack a lot. Uh, it would all, it would come in the form of dreams. Um, it would come in the form of other entities. A lot, a lot of people have had these experiences where you feel like, uh, an entity or something is sitting on you and keeping you from breath, um, showing up in corners of the room, um, having the, the, the different temperatures of the room shift mm -hmm. for no logical reason. Um, those sorts of things. I always had those issues. Um, I, as an empath, one of the things that, that when somebody who is, uh, ultra sensitive as I am, when there are things in my midst, uh, that are, denser, I guess, uh, I get deeply emotional. And sometimes the, the, especially as a younger person, my emotions, I, I couldn't stop myself from crying oftentimes when these entities would be around me. So, uh, that's, that's how I, I also, in addition to that, I also had a sense of what they were, um, my spirit understood why they were there. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I certainly didn't get that until I as, as an older person really started to investigate. Um, but that's, that's what I mean. All right, stand by, Tracy. You and I have to take our first break. Exo Nation, Tracy Dunblazer is our guest this hour, www.tracydunblazer.com. That's T-R-A-C-E-E-D-U-N-B-L-A-Z-I-E-R.com, as well as www.baslayer.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and Tracy and I will be back on the other side of this break. As we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www 
HolisticCancerFoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Souls. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. Yep, still here after 26 years, gang. Thanks to you, each and every one of you, and the members of the worldwide Exxon Nation. www.exxonradiotv.com. Tracy Dunblazer is our guest, and uh, Tracy, how you know, a lot of people talk about past lives and things that they've done in their past, and they, they have visions of deja vu. Some people go to past life regression, and some people go to members of the metaphysical community who validate their, their belief in past lives, but, but how do we know if we've ever lived before? Well, it's... Uh... Recognizing it as a it as a past life is is a choice. It's not necessarily a necessity in order to interpret the information that it's trying okay. to get across to you. Our soul wise, we are spiritually imprinted with certain thoughts, ideas, and inclinations. Um, and those inclinations that our our soul comes in with are to uh, help us to um, reconcile any challenges, and also they are the answers to. Um, the, the direction or the, the way in which we want to learn to live um, in, in the physical world. So uh, for me, my, my, I had many past life dreams uh, mm-hmm. when I was a child. I, I talk about this in, in this book. When I was a child, I used to have this reoccurring dream of waking up in the middle. I'd wake up in the middle of the night um, and I would visually see burlap sacks of apples all around my bed. And I would wake up in terror and then I would have that vision and then I would come to and I would cry for hours every time I had that dream. Why? Um, because I because the feeling that came with it was terror. OK. And I, that never made any sense to me until uh, in the writing of this book was the first time um, I, I had spiritual attachments. One was the past life that I lived as a. Uh, Adele Battle, who was a, a freed slave, but it had been born into slavery, and uh, her life experience, and then that of her husband, mm-hmm. he was the overseer of a, a free plantation, or it, it had become free. Um, it was an apple apple plantation. They had, they had many different um, sources of revenue, but the apples come from um, them having lived on the apple orchard portion of the plantation, and 
when it, when it, it, I, the, the past life came to me in multiple dreams, multiple experiences with these energies that had lived with me and the way in which I perceived my life through their lens. So my experience came, you know, over a lifetime of putting these things together and then finally sitting down. And it was, it was really with the inspiration of this book, because it was real. I really needed to be clear with myself what this meant for me. And that's when I sat down and put all the pieces together. And so when you talk about past lives, when you, when you live a particular way, let's say you have say 40, 40 to a hundred years worth of experience, or maybe it's a, a life experience where you, you come in and die early. Every life has a spiritual learning, something that you've gained in having the experiences that you, you did. And that's really what's important about the past life. It's not that, you know, everybody can't be uh, Isis. You know, everybody can't be the Queen of Shiva. Not, not everybody gets to be King so-and-so, right? And oftentimes, you know, nobody, nobody wants to be the poor pauper guy who uh, was drug addicted in, you know, year 1100. Sure. So it, it, when, when we recognize these imprints, it's a way that, that helps us to personify the dynamic that we're experiencing, and then within that dynamic, there is, you know, what we're doing over and over again, and then what we need to change to stop doing it so that we can get a different result. So why, you know, how do we know that these past live dreams or these past life impressions are real and not just some figment of our imagination that has been manifested through something we have heard or seen or read? Well, two things. First of all, my question is, does that matter? Right? Does it does it matter if if you actually lived that past life? Or... Yeah, I, I think it does. I think it does because if we're saying these past lives are real, then we have to validate them somehow. We just can't on, keep on going and and telling the public something is real or, per, or or claiming it to be real if in fact it isn't. I think it's very important that it's established whether or not it's credible or not credible. Okay, so th- this is this is my philosophy okay. on it. <clears throat> When there in recovery, in the recovery world, there is a, a phrase called you spot it, you got it, which means what you recognize outside of you is something that you have within you. So that means that what you notice mm-hmm. in what you read, in what you see, in what you hear uh, has a connection to you. OK, you said the recovery world. What kind of recovery are we talking about? Um, uh, any any kind of recovery to any sort of addiction. OK. Now, so, why why is this important in this matter? What's the, uh, what's the connection it, between someone who's had an addiction, gone into recovery, and is using the methodology of the recovery in their metaphysical uh, quest? Well, I, I bring I bring up you spot it, you got it, mm-hmm. because that's that's what's important about past lives. Whether or not you believe in them or you don't believe in them, really to me is irrelevant because what you're what you're attracted to what you're retaining mm-hmm. from what you witness in your life has value to you. Now for me, I, I actually have past life imprints that I actually um, have, have relived some of those past life moments. And so for me, it's as real as it gets, but I work with a lot of people who have uh, experiences that aren't, aren't as emotional, emotionally dense as the ones that I've had. And for them to gain value from them uh, is what's what's important. They don't. It, it doesn't matter what you believe about them. It matters that you get the information that you need from them. Is is it possible if, that the past lives that they're having is a way of the of their mind bringing a problem to their attention that has to be recognized, and, and by using the the illusion the past life, it's a lot easier for the person to accept the problem, seek a solution, solve the problem, and carry on. Absolutely. And that's and that, and, and and by the same token, if you mm-hmm. if you consider what you've just said as a past life, then you are able to actually go back in time and space and heal yourself, which is resolve that emotional conflict, find forgiveness, and close out that connection to that 
space and time. But you see, I wasn't using past life. I wasn't using going back in space and time. I was using one-on-one psychology. I, I get it. And there, and there are, but what I'm saying to you is that mm-hmm. that perception for you, for me as an empath, I'm, I'm, I'm deep. I, I experience deep emotions. And so everything that I feel is personified. So what I would say to you is, is that frame of reference is just a different, it's a different place to receive information from. It doesn't mean that it's different information. It's just a different way to define it. And as long as you get to the to the result or the outcome of healing or resolution or reconciliation, that's what's most important. I Yes and no, because if you receive the solution using a, a false, uh, in, instead, all right, if, you're, if you say, all right, I went back in my life and I found out what the problem was, and I was a slave going back so many hundreds of years, and, you know, I found out what I was afraid of, and going forward, isn't that cheating yourself by not saying, listen, I screwed up when I was a kid, or there was something that happened in my life, I don't want to face it, but recognizing the problem and facing it as a, as a big person with your panties pulled up, going forward, isn't that the better thing to do? No, I think those are two completely separate things. Why is that? Um, because because when if you're dealing with past life issues, you're also mm-hmm. it's a spiritual issue, and so the spiritual issue could have predate definitely did predate your physical expression and this life expression, your this this childhood, mm-hmm. this childhood you may have echoes of the dynamic that has happened for hundreds of years. But how do we know past lives are real? This is my point. How do we know they're real? And if you're saying this is a result of something that has happened, you know, hundreds or decades ago that you're reliving today, how do we prove that? How do we say with any, any certainty that this is the real cause, not a psychological problem that the person has had since the reality of their present birth? Well, they're probably one and the same. I mean, well, okay, how... How I work with it. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't need to prove that to myself. No, but, I, no, for but me, I know. All right, that is you don't have to prove it to yourself. But you're on a radio show that's going around the world, and you've got people yes. who are probably saying, "Well, how do you? How can you prove it?" And this is my question for my audience: is how do you prove it? Right, but I think I think that if you're looking for proof, mm-hmm. then you're missing the point. Well, no, no, now, no, 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 no. I disagree. I'm looking for proof to prove the point. I'm not looking for proof and missing the point. I want validation of a statement that is made. Okay. And (laughs) the only thing that I can give Mm -hmm. you, look, I can't give you the benefit of what I have actually experienced. Why not? And one thing that I know is I've worked with thousands of people and I don't need them all to believe how I believe. It is my goal to align with what their higher goal is and, and facilitate them getting to the point that they need to of healing and but, forgiveness okay, on I, whatever I, level. I, all right, now, let, let me just say this then. Here you are, you are teaching them or helping them to get to a certain point in their life based on your own experience, right? Ba- no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm helping them based on their experience. As, as an, when I work with people, mm-hmm. I work as an empath which means I take on the energy and emotion of what they're going through and, and I give it a voice. And from that point, we, we go to whatever healing modality we need to that's going to serve them. All right, then let me ask you the question another way. I'm sorry if I, if I, if I, if I may have misstated it, but as, no, an empath, no, as an empath, how do you know the information, that you, uh, the information that you claim to be getting is from that person and not something that you're emanating yourself? Uh, because it, it comes from having done my own personal work, I'm able to make that distinct distinction. And what was your personal work that gave you the the expertise to do this? Um, that I don't know if that I can answer that in a simple way. I mean, the okay. personal work was was doing my spiritual work, okay. going deeply within myself and working through all of these. Uh, spiritual imprints mm-hmm. okay. that I needed to find healing with. And every time I found, like oftentimes I had uh, spiritual imprints. I've had, I've carried other spirits with me. 
Um, I've had parallel lifetimes, but the, the whole point is to bring all of your energy into this lifetime here. And through doing that work, I've gotten to know myself deeply. And that's and through knowing myself, I can mm-hmm. distinguish what is me and what is someone else. All right, stand by. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Mexo Nation, our guest this hour is Tracy Dunblazer. And her websites are tracydunblazer.com and beaslayer.com. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, across Europe on Euro Radio TV, and on iHeartRadio. personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. 
Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back, one and all. This is the Exxon. Tracy Dunblazer is our special guest. Her website is tracydunblazer.com and beaslayer.com. Tracy, what is a spiritual imprint? Um, a spiritual imprint is what the information that your, that your, that your soul comes in with mm-hmm. into any incarnation, into a body. I, I, Rob, I, I want to, before we move further, I wanted, there was an answer. You asked me earlier, how do you know? Yeah. And you were asking personally, how did I know? Yeah. And I, and I want to answer that sure. for you because I think it's really important. When you, when you find uh, past life information mm-hmm. does not fit exactly into this lifetime experiences. Um, there's something in the book that I talk about which is called a weighted emotion, which means you have emotion or you react to something, but the reaction is not uh, rational to the event. Uh, okay, okay. I, I I don't understand that. Okay, so uh, for example, somebody um, you're driving and somebody cuts you off in traffic, right? And then somebody like loses their mind; they go psychotic. That's not a rational response to that event. That means that that they have that there are other levels of things that were triggered in okay. that one well, event. Hold on that here. Happened. Hold on here. So you're driving. Somebody cuts you off. In traffic, somebody loses their mind. What's the connection? What that that's that that's the question. What is the connection? I, I, and if you, based on how you respond to an event, mm-hmm. if if the response isn't rational, like when somebody cuts you off, that's irritating, right? But if you get more than irritated about it, that means there are other things that you have attached to that. It's either that or you've just suffered from road rage with nothing attached to you. That's part of your psyche. You've got a problem. It needs to be solved. That doesn't mean that. No, but that's, but, but that's, you, you have, you can, nobody just has road rage. There, oh, there are okay. multiple levels of energy that yeah, impact back, back. how we deal on, on a day-to-day basis. And it cannot be all psychological because we, there are many more levels than just our psyche. If you believe that. Right. But where is the proof? You, you, the proof is when you do your spiritual work, right? So, I, so I'm, I'm so, I'm so sad for you, Rob, because why? I am not the, the person to have the prove, prove it to me. Well, why are you, sa- why are you sad for me? I, I, don't, <laughs> well, under, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. That would be fun <laughs> for us to have that debate, but I can't, I, I can't really have that. That's not the, the why not? debate I can have. Why not? Well, because I because I don't have the answer that that's going to win it for you. So why is it sad for me? It's sad for you because here you are in front of all these millions of people and you can't answer my question. No, that's not sad for me at all because I don't need to. I think I think that there's value in who I am. I think there's value in oh, what I listen, do. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from you. Right, but in 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 what in the ideas that I'm presenting, and I don't think that you have to believe the way I believe, in order to gain value in it. But, but if you're going to say that it's because of this or it's because of that, how do you make that statement? How do you qualify the statement? Because that's my experience. And, and, I've, and I've worked with thousands of people who have shared in my experience with their experience. Now, all the people that I've worked with mm-hmm. have, have, in doing the techniques that I use, that mm-hmm. are based in a past life concept, however you want to frame that. Yeah. And the, 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 the point that I was starting to make okay. was that when you, when you gain reconciliation from a spiritual experience mm-hmm. that is not rational to this life experience, meaning the emotion attached to it isn't, it doesn't make sense. You feel so much more than the event would, would provoke or promote. When that happens and you were able to dig behind the emotion and behind the psychology and go into the spiritual aspect of it and you can find reconciliation which means finding forgiveness something happens okay but what about from that point on but what about people who are very happy very level 
very centered, very successful, without having to go through a spirituality, um, you know, checkup. You know, what about that? You know, like, it's, it's not everybody that, that needs this spirituality tune-up. No, that's, you're, you're right. That is, that is a no, there is no truer yeah. statement. That's one of the things I talk about in the book. So why is it some people need it, some people don't? Because every, because every, li- every person and their life mm-hmm. experience, whatever their soul imprints are, it, it creates a life that they need to gain whatever they're seeking to gain from that incarnation or from that life experience. Some people need to have a very simple life with simple, straightforward beliefs so that they can do so that they can live in that way and experience what that has to offer them. And that's, you know, no better or worse than somebody else who's profoundly complicated and has all these other different levels and has to deal with the spirituality to the emotionality to the physicality. But is it possible the people who require their spirituality are the people who cannot cope with everyday life? And once again, they're looking for reasons outside of the box to justify their feelings, to justify uh, the way that their life is going instead of looking in a mirror and saying, hey, you know what? You're the reason that I'm not successful. You're the reason I have problems. And you know what? Starting today, I'm going to take a better look at myself and well, make a better I mean, change when, in my life. When you're looking at your spirituality, that's exactly what you're looking at. You're, you're digging more deeply to get to a deeper level of yourself and why you have the inclinations that you do so that you can make a choice about them. We're not, we're actually not saying different things right here. Um, we're, we may not be saying different things, except I'm not putting everything in the hands of spirituality and spirit. I'm not blaming anybody else for my, for my failures or the but, problems but who, that I incur. Who's doing that? I do that. I'm certainly not doing that. So why do we have to look at it through a spiritual uh, a spiritual looking glass instead of being realistic about it? Well, Rob, I don't know if we, we do or we don't. I know I did. And I know that there are millions of people out there who would find some relief and some resolution to the experiences that they have in life by doing so. But if, you, if you're not the one that's inclined to do it, then don't do it, because you don't need to do it. But why? I don't, so, think, well, I don't think everybody has to believe how I do or do what I did. I just mm-hmm. know there are a lot of people out there who it would be helpful for them. And they, and they are looking for something to dig more deeply to help who they are and how they respond to life make more sense so but, that they can make some different decisions. But can't they find that within themselves without going to a person like yourself? Well, that's the whole point. The whole, you don't have to see somebody like me in order to do this. Rob, let, let, me, let me tell you this. When, okay. when you dig into your spirit, you mm-hmm. are looking at yourself in the mirror. You're just going and looking at the internal mirror, not the physical mirror. There so, are many levels so is which the, to look at a mirror. Is the spirit your conscience? No. Well, how, do, how does the conscience equate into this factor then? Well, I would relate the conscience to the etheric field. It's it's the part of ourself that uh, lets us know when we're uh, not in a that we're moving in a direction that's going to bring us a result we want, we don't want. That's when we when we are when our conscience flares up. It's a it's a a, a level of of uh, what do you call it um, protection for us. All right, so, you know, before the New Age movement and the New Age spirituality, etheric fields, Akashic records, and the rest of the buzzwords didn't exist. And people were still getting along. People were still having problems and getting them solved. So what has happened in society lately, within the last 20 years, where all of this has changed and that this New Age is bringing in so many people into the fold? Well, Rob, first of all, these things have always existed, and many cultures support them and have educated about them. Here, here in specifically to your question, in the last 20 years, mm-hmm. one of the things that the uh, one of the th- one of the one of the things in the Bible, there's a, a spiritual element talking about the sins of the father will be visited on the third and fourth generations, mm-hmm. and basically. What, how I receive that to mean that all the energy, all of the things that people are 
uh, doing, say in the 50s, in the industrial age, they weren't really focused on feelings. They were focused on building and they were focused on conquering and they were focused on expanding our physical world uh, wealth and experience. And to do that, they had to overlook a lot mentally and emotionally. And so that those are the imprints that are left for their children and their grandchildren to have to process. Right. And that's, that's essentially what that means. And so when you talk about the last 20 years mm-hmm. there, there, we've had a lot to process for, especially specifically speaking in our country, right? We have, we've had a lot to process in terms of things that we've done, uh, people we've hurt, uh, ways in which we have denied ourselves and our mental emotion, emotional or spiritual experiences. And, and what has not been done will eventually get done by somebody else and by future generations. And so, especially when you're talking about uh, the idea of otherworldly dimensions, the demonics, you know, ha- recognizing uh, ghosts and the paranormal activities and discarnate beings, all of those uh energies have to be reconciled because they were they were left behind at the at the point at which they were in in the physical reality mm-hmm. and then somebody has to reconcile them if these demonic entities are real and if these ghosts are real and if all the other parts of the paranormal are real how come the majority of people do not see or hear or interact with them it's the minority i i i, I actually i don't know that that's true I don't know that that's true. I, I think that there are a, a staggering amount of people who have those experiences but don't ever talk about it because they're they're shamed into having to prove it, right? Mm. Because, and it, like, you know, my, my mother, we, we had mental illness in my family. And my mother mm-hmm. would not, she was not emotional. She was not going to show an emotion because if you did, you were going to end up in a hospital. That's that's what they did, and she was born in 1935, the year that the the frontal lobotomy was created, which is what they used to do to people when they got over emotional or they saw things. So, you know, our 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 culture, especially here in America, I can't speak for other places, but our culture here in America, we're pretty brutal when it comes to giving you the freedom to say, you know what, I I saw this entity. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to go, oh, wow, how how are you? Are you okay? Rather than, oh, my God, you're sick. That's not true. You know, you need medication or you need to go away. So, I mean, I, I understand why people don't. I don't, I don't for a second think that people are uh, oblivious to them. At some point, they shift their thinking and their focus because it, it's not a welcome way to be in our world. And I think that's changing. And over, when you talk about specifically over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, there's so much more support. There's so many more people, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of them. You know, I, I am not of the generation. I have zero interest in proving. All right, listen, we've got to take another break, our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation, Tracy Dunblazer is our special guest, www.tracydunblazer.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon. With yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. 
Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. So Tracy, how do we how do we get rid of the stigma of all the people who have seen or have encountered demonic entities or, or ghosts? And you know how uh, how do we how do we separate the wheat from the chaff? Because there's a lot of people out there these days who are willing to say anything to get five minutes of fame. We see it on right. Facebook, we see it on Twitter, we see it throughout uh, YouTube, we see it on these so-called reality TV shows that are anything but reality. <laughs> right. You know, so so how do we separate the the legitimacy from the frauds and the hoax and the shams? Well, you know, it's interesting. I have uh, I've had clients who have gone to, um, you know, psychic readers mm-hmm. who who are they intend to be fraudulent. That's a part of their culture to be fraudulent. And, you know, when I've had when I when I've cleaned up somebody else's mess, I I, I always say, look, 
you know what, you needed to have that experience because at the end of the day, we all have to make the choice for ourselves as to what is true for us. Our truth will lead us to the truth. So the fact that uh, fraudulent people exist mm -hmm. only lights up the truth for some people. So how, um, does, how does one know who is legitimate and who is not? I think, I think it's, it's, it's what you need. I think every individual has to be able to trust, trust their gut, trust their intuition as to what it is that they need and stop judging how the information comes. You know, we, we put a, we put a lot of, uh, what's the word I want? Um, a lot of emphasis mm -hmm. on education. We put a lot of emphasis on, uh, certain like medical doctors, you know, but people are people and we are all human and not, nobody's perfect. But when everybody, if, when every person begins to be accountable and responsible for themselves, for the choices that they make, for the way they treat themselves and the way they treat others and believe it, believe it or not, I feel like it all boils down to that. You have to trust yourself. If you're going to a doctor, you have to trust that you hear the information and then you have to discern whether or not you feel it's accurate. That's, I mean, that's, and, and that's a whole new level of accountability that we are beginning to bring into our culture. So, uh, you know, I wish, I wish that there was a way I could say, you know, yes, th this is how you can tell somebody's fraudulent, but your spirit knows, your spirit knows if somebody's lying to you or they're telling you something that you want to hear to get you to move in one in, in a particular way. I and mean, that's when we talk about demons, demons, mm -hmm. their whole point is to create chaos and to get you to stay in confusion and chaos as long as possible. So how do we know if we're possessed by a demon then? Well, people rarely get in, get possessed, but people oftentimes experience um, uh, influence. And what that looks like is feeling, uh, over, like I said, overly emotional, emotional emotion that's not rational to the mm -hmm. situation. Um, sometimes saying something and not, uh, like saying something that's out of your own character is sometimes an influence, but usually people can tell emotionally, uh, with regards to sadness, depression, or anger. Um, if those three are out of character, you can tell that you have, that there's some influence around you. Um, at the end of the day, the, the whole, the whole point of, at the, at the end of the day, one has to be accountable for their choices. It doesn't matter how influenced you are by other energies around you. Mm -hmm. It matters about the strength that you have to do what you know to be right. And that's how you overcome the demonic energies. But once again, how do we know if it's not mental illness or if it's not depression or if it is legitimate uh, of something else? Once again, well, how do we know this? How how can we prove it? Like you know, this is I mean, this is a this is a binary existence we're in. It's zero one one up down in out right left black white. This is the reality but, of our world. But I I see I don't I don't I don't there there are so many other levels of di of, of dimension than that. All right, it's not it's not just black and white. It's not binary in the way you just described it. There there are multiple levels. So what what I say to I mean. For me, mental illness is spiritual illness. And the point at which you are a danger to yourself and others mm -hmm. is the point at which you need medication to help you through that time. But anything any, anything other than that, I mean, you can use medication to uh, better balance you, but oftentimes the medications that they provide today shut off the channel to the spiritual, uh, to the spiritual realm that you're dealing with, and so it doesn't offer an opportunity to heal, it actually offers an opportunity to rest. Is it possible that the medication puts you in the realm of reality where these, these uh, ghosts and these demons really do not exist? Um, so, sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, that, but it doesn't heal them and it doesn't make them go away. And that person will eventually have to reconcile them. Whether it's this lifetime or another. You know, so, I, I, I'm, I, I have a hard time understanding how people can believe in a past life when it cannot be validated. You know, like I said, every every individual has got to. We've got to learn to be accountable enough to ourselves 
to make that choice for ourselves. I don't, I don't think this information is for everybody and I don't think everybody needs to. But if you're a person like for me, mm-hmm. I don't need to validate it because I know what is true for me. Because you I live it. Because you live it. Because you live it. Right. Exactly. That I mean that that is that is the point. We we that is the one fabulous thing that we absolutely 100% agree All on. All right. So so what was it in your life that took you from mainstream reality to the world of of metaphysics? What happened? What was it in your life that was the turning point? Um, I, um, I, I don't know that I've ever been in mainstream reality. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't come into this lifetime in mainstream reality. I just shut off communicating some of the things that I knew to people in the mainstream reality. Because for me, it would, it would mm-hmm. be dangerous to do so. At least that's how I perceived it. So I didn't tell anybody. Um, the point at which, I mean, I had, I, I was multi-spirited. I was carrying many spirits with me and pers- I, I was, I'm astute enough and self-aware enough mm-hmm. to, uh, while I didn't as a young person have the language to really embody what my experience was, I understood that there were, there were several of me and I was at peace with that. That never, that never bothered me. So when you say several of you, would that be like a multiple personality complex? Um, no, because okay. I was very clear that there's Tracy, there, okay. there's there's who I am, and then there was uh, there were other spiritual entities with me. I never I never felt like they were different personalities. Okay. They were not me. Now, oftentimes, I mean, I do a lot of personality work with people, and oftentimes it's. Uh, there, there is a, it, there's a difference when you have, say, a, a traumatic experience and you, a part of your personality shuts down and it creates another alter in order to handle the result or to, to handle another dynamic. That's, that's a specific thing. But then when you add on top of that the attraction of an additional energy, say an, another entity, to support you in that, those are two separate things. They're not the same thing. So somebody, somebody can have multiple personalities and be multi-spirited. Where and the, it's just, it, the, how, how one tells is it's, a, it's just a different vibration. It's a different vibrational experience. So tell me, where, do the, where does the demonic realm rest? Where is it? Um, I don't know that there is a... I can answer the where. Okay. It's... It's, it's a vibration. Um, demonic energies have never incarnated in the physical world, mm-hmm. and they are of lower, denser, denser frequency. So they're usually based in uh, anger, frustration, chaos, any, anything to keep uh, things grounded and focused in a particular way. How long does it take before a person gets reincarnated once they leave this lifetime, this reality, this plane, this existence? Um, I think that's individual. I have known, uh, I've had an experience where one of my lifetimes I didn't reincarnate for a couple of hundred years. Wow. I've met, I've met clients who've also had similar experiences. When you, when you think about us uh, as living eternally, when you know we could have lived for several hundred thousand years, we could have been incarnating. We're we're finally proving that our world, um, our world history, we're we're finally finding actual scientific proof that we've that the people have been on this planet a lot longer than originally we had, we had thought or that we could prove. So the more the more people are willing to understand about themselves. Uh-huh. And our history, our galactic history, our planetary history, the more we'll be able to find out. You know, I think I think what's I think every every individual needs to go with what their spirit tells them. To thine own self be true. Yes. Tracy, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. And Exonation, if you would like to uh, get some information about Tracy. Her website is www.tracydunblazer.com. Well, Alice, I don't know about this, but I think it's time to put Bonzo to bed. Oh. Craig, on the UFO scale, 
Zero being no credibility, five being highly credible. I'll show you my numbers if you show you me yours. Yeah, I agree. Zero. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon. You know, it really upsets me, Exxon Nation, when people cannot give me answers to topics that they believe that they're experts in. To me, this means that there's a red flag. And once I feel a red flag or see a red flag, well, you know what I'm like. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. 